Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thegaragerockshow. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week, Aaron. Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks. No problem. And Carmen, good to see you again. Yes. Good evening. Um, This day, um, August 17th uh, in 2019, we got lots of things to give away. We also have our prizes every week for you guys. We got some great CDs and different things to give away. Just text the word podcast to 68683. You could be entered for this month's giveaways. Um, and coming up, uh, rock news, just a couple quick things. We're kind of freestyling it today. I don't normally have the normal prep that I have, uh, so we're just going to kind of be talking about general things. But there was a couple things that I did uh, want to mention in the rock, rock world. For the first time ever, Tool, I think it's the first time ever a band's done it. Mm-hmm. They are literally the top ten tracks on, I think it's iTunes right now, where it's literally the top ten selling tracks one through ten and tool occupies Mm -hmm. all of them right now because of the new track as well as their music is being uh, available for the first time uh streaming services did you hear about that that tool hasn't ever made their music available like on youtube itunes any of that Mm -hmm. and this past friday was the first time ever that they put their music out there i wonder why why did they uh so it was never on youtube before no I didn't realize that. I was playing the new um, song, and then now it would, it and is. then when it was done, it would just go right into other Tool songs. And right. I just like now they let it play, and I just wasn't thinking like, wow, I've never actually. The ones to that Tool were on YouTube. there, like they were bootlegs and ripped by people, just like the, they were never official stuff from the band, and yeah. never in iTunes or Spotify, Pandora. If you asked Alexa to play it or whatever, it would never play it. Yeah, and that's a good question, Carp, because I, you know, you y- you gotta wonder. But I think what it was is this is their first album in thirteen years. Oh, since so they just released an album. W- yeah. They're going oh. to be August thirtieth. Well, that's why. Yeah, they want to get it out there and say and that every- track is sick. A lot of people just a lot of younger kids just won't listen to it if they can't find it on those you know medium. That's media. basically what people were saying. Yeah. So they were kind of pigeonholed or forced rather backed up in a quarter or whatever to. Uh, to do that and they did and Mm -hmm. so now they're reaping the benefits because here's what it says so they take over all top 10 spots on the billboard chart um they they're they're saying this is uh the positions of one through ten on the billboards rock digital song sales chart so they're the top said top 10 selling songs and it's the first time a band's had all of those 10 spots so pretty cool and uh, I guess uh, Danny Carey, the drummer from Tool, on, in this new interview, he said that he wanted the album to be one long song instead of six. He explained, quote, when we get in that room where it takes us, that's where it goes. Four years ago, when we were looking at this, I wanted to try and do a record that was one giant song. So is that what this is going to be then? Supposedly, there's only seven tracks on the album with three kind of interlude tracks, and it clocks in at over almost 85 minutes. So, wow. so each song is going to be like probably close to ten minutes in length. So we just got a teaser with that first track. Then. Yeah, and the first song, that first track was ten and a half minutes, and uh, so, I mean, what's you know, what are they going to release next? If that was the first single they put out, ten and a half minutes, you know, I don't think there's going to be any radio-friendly singles. That's what people are saying, you know, like tracks like Sober and some of the other ones that people you know know throughout the years that are kind of radio-friendly. I don't think this album's going to have any of that. Right. But we'll see. Uh, Another uh, quick rock news story for Ghost fans. They're going to be releasing a limited deluxe collector's edition of Prequel, which will feature an 8-track edition of Ceremony and Devotion. If you guys still have an 8-track player, I guess you can... You can play that shit somehow. It's right next to my laser disc. <laughs> and a seven inch vinyl yeah. disc of the album's first single Rats. So yeah, eight tracks, right? Hey, laser discs. I, I haven't <laughs> thought about one of those. 
Did you used to? Ha- did your parents have laser discs? Nah, I just or? remember them in school. Yeah, like in the those, library. Look like a giant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a giant CD, huh? We yeah. stayed in an like Airbnb where the guy had what we thought was a really big record collection, and we discovered it was all laser discs. It was. Did you guys watch any? Yeah, oh, we I watched. Mean, uh, shit, doesn't it come out till the nineties or so, right? No, eighties, Eight, like or late eighties. Yeah, they were okay. in the eighties. That was like the new wave. I of, think they got to the schools in the nineties, you know, uh, and then and right. then they were obsolete. I think that's after. why they came to the schools. Honestly, <laughs> is because they kind of became obsolete, yeah, like, and the schools they're like, well, the schools dude, could wild. still use these. Yeah, we watched uh, Alice in Wonderland on one, and then we watched Fried Green Tomatoes and giant <laughs> DVD, huh? Yeah, and they actually, I think, you have to flip it over. It's data on two. We sides. thought it was broken. Mm. We're like, what? What? Is there like a second second like disc or <laughs> second whatever? You just flip it over. Yeah, they have some like Criterion ones on there that are super rare uh, to get a laser disc copy of some of those movies. Mm-hmm. Some of the some of the only extra features and stuff were only printed on those laser discs, and yeah. they never made it to DVD. He had an, a nice player That's and everything. Neat. We sat and watched. Wow, oh, actually, cool. it's, it's hard to find the players. You can find the discs almost everywhere. Yeah, you think but that'd be risky for an Airbnb? People might want to. Yeah. Know. I mean, especially with sloppy people and their (laughs) and their fingerprints and stuff, I wouldn't trust leaving my records out to people like, "Hey, go ahead and play them," because they'd be scratching them. And yeah, so is that kind of typical at an Airbnb where you can use people's like shit like that? Well, whatever's there, yeah, right. Whatever's out. That that is. Yeah, I don't know. That seems like crazy. Some places are like just for guests. My parents got a uh, eight track player and they're sitting it out in their garage. (laughs) An eight track? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Does it look like it probably works? Yeah, I think... Uh, you should check that out. I can't remember exactly, but there was like like a few cheesy-ass <laughs> tapes that were there with it. <laughs> like some Christmas special shit and some just some stupid... I can't remember exactly <laughs> what it was, but super cheesy, and I was I'd, I'd put it in. Nothing cool. I'd put it in and John hooked it up Denver. to some speakers, and it played, <clears throat> so... Oh, tight. But I don't... I mean... I don't know, man. That'd be one to add. Like, it. if you were going to... Weren't we talking about doing something like kind of like a, a vintage kind of music well i did thing dig, like with the record player tape yeah, player i dug know. out i dug out old receivers a couple old receivers and some old record players and i got all those working so i actually b- just been tinkering around with them lately too yeah add that so, one to uh, the collection right I never thought about getting the a track they're they're actually a lot rarer than any of those other ones uh to find a working good condition eight track player is pretty rare and it's good to have it in your uh you know home stereo arsenal so to yeah. speak i think because <laughs> you can find a lot of cool eight tracks <laughs> you can find a lot of cool eight tracks at the dollar store because people get rid of them because they're practically worthless if you don't have a good player right i mean i got a bunch of old video game consoles old sega nintendo sega saturn yeah uh that's right you do you have quite a bit still yeah i wish i had my old like super nintendo so i have old, my old nintendo so but vintage room you know what i was looking work. at on ebay the other day was uh i don't know if you guys remember from junior high this catalog called delia's it was oh a girls, yeah girls catalog and they sold kind of like it was yeah. like skater clothes skater stuff and then it evolved from there but uh some of those catalogs are selling for like two hundred dollars I'm like, what? fuck, I wish I would have really? saved my huge stack of them. Just an I, old paper catalog. Yeah, because it's like this nostalgia right now, you uh, know. And uh, damn, there's just right? certain damn. ones. That, that is kind of crazy explaining to your kids now that, like, this is how I ordered clothes. Yeah, we didn't have Amazon. Catalog. Yeah. We had to look really to look, up close to the And it was a big deal when those came out. You had to call the 1 800 number to, like, chats <laughs> yeah and remember when they came out you'd be like waiting like oh yeah it's the winter one oh yeah, yeah it's the fall one yeah i always no. had to talk my Back mom into buying me some skateboard shit from ccs mm. ccs then there was the rollerblading one it was called team paradise oh, i remember that one and yeah. it had all the ra- rollerblade <laughs> shit in there and yeah. man those were the shit too I bad they those. never had uh, liberty skate gear uh, yeah and that your, shit used to come in like company. a month huh we sold that at uh, McNamara Sports. Yes. You'd order it come like a month later. I'd take order it forever. From Amazon. It's Team Paradise was based out yeah. of Huntington Beach, and it would <laughs> it was like a bunch of lazy stoner dudes like running that shit. You know, it'd take forever. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember when the first website shit came on. Like summer's over, but I finally got my skateboard. <laughs> Do you remember like some of the first stuff you ordered like online, like back in the day? I remember mm-hmm. the first stuff that I ordered was uh, like T-shirts and CDs from Lookout Records. Records. Yeah, I remember looking on the back of my Green Day CD, and I was like, "Oh, Lookout Records, okay." And then when I had the internet, it was like you go to the website, and it was this cheap ass fucking website. Like it just had like literally like a row of links on the left 
mm-hmm. of the item and you click on the link and it just kind of takes you to the checkout and uh, I remember, I remember ordering stuff like, like books website, off right. of Amazon when it was just oh, books yeah? you know oh yeah Amazon, just regular books yeah just, when it, that was all they sold was books and other you know like CDs yeah, they, or whatever, I guess. Yeah, they came out like a rival to Barnes and Noble. Huh? Yeah, it was a bookstore, like, and then it turned it just into took everything. It to a whole nother level. They just had everything. Get your toilet paper and. Yeah, yeah. man. The early days of the internet like that, and like of course AOL and all the it's chat the, rooms. I and spent shit. like eight hundred dollars on Delia's one year. The super school. Walmart of the what? internet. The what? It's the super <laughs> Walmart of the internet. Yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. <laughs> Pretty much, and you could just you know sit there in your underwear and get everything you want. So Mm -hmm. that's the difference now today, (laughs) right? I mean, you don't have, you literally could just, they they say there's like forms of depression and stuff where people are compulsively buying these things now online to like, they're seeing, you know, it's never been really happening before because it's never really been possible. But now they're saying that people like with compulsions back in the day, you know, like you'd be a a compulsive spender yeah, or something you'd have to people have shopping addictions right you'd have to but internet you'd have makes to, it really easy yeah that's the thing you'd have to physically go out there yeah but now you can just sit there and click 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 and before and you know the you reality of what you're doing doesn't really set in until you have like 30 boxes sitting at your door <laughs> and i mean you know really yeah. people just there's no physical connection it's the internet is such an out-of-body experience it's like yeah, it's a trip, you know, right? Isolating. Because, yeah, you could, like, leave something there, like a hateful comment or a positive comment, and you almost detach yourself from it, you know, mm-hmm. because it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm in the internet, and no one yeah, can hurt me. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't it matter. But, yeah, We're it's all just people. <clears throat> just a trip. It's probably been 10 years or more since I've actually physically gone into a place and, like, tried on something to wear, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I can't. Like, does anybody do that anymore? Yeah, yep. for our wedding. Here I and mean, there. Yeah, I guess for the wedding and stuff. Huh? But shit, I just order everything online. I too. hate shopping, but you know, yeah. sometimes you have to. I mean, yeah, I can't think of another time where I went into like a dressing room. I mean, you pretty much just know your size, I guess, as you're guess, an adult. Yeah, you I think my uh, my husband would say the same thing, but I have to buy all the clothes. I'm the one out there going. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? He never goes to try. I, I, if you asked him, oh, I couldn't remember the last time I went shopping, but when's the last time Dahlia bought you something from the store? I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> you don't like, you don't like your, I don't know. No, she doesn't boxers, like. Boxers, t-shirts. No, she doesn't really. If I didn't buy Kevin clothes, he would just walk around like in. <laughs> In like a holy nothing, honestly. A holy nothing. Like a holy shirt, some jeans torn at the bottom. Like, Has he always been that way, or was it just when you guys started kind of? He doesn't care better, what. No, when I met him, he, he was barefoot. Barely. Like he didn't like wear shoes. <laughs> so. So he's never been that kind of guy. No, which is what I like about him. But it's just funny. He doesn't. He doesn't really shop. I have to. If I want him to wear a nice shirt. Like I have you to gotta go buy and it. Fucking okay. find it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's kind of true with me as far as like nice clothes. But um, be cool with the I don't know hole cut in a blanket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just a poncho. Just a sleeping <laughs> bag. No sheets. Just comfy. Oh hey Charles, what's up? Oh hey Chris. Hey, Slugger, you look down. What's wrong? I don't know, Chris. Things just haven't been going well for me. My energy seems low. I can't focus at the office. I have trouble feeling powerful like I used to. My arms seem a little saggy. Yesterday, I stared at a bridge for six hours from the roof of a stranger's car. When they asked me to get down, I screamed the name Bette Midler at them several times. I just feel lousy. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I know what's wrong, champ. You do? Yeah. You're not getting enough fortification to those bones with the nutritional content in crow's milk. Huh? That's right, crow's milk. Here, try some. Okay. Mmm, thick. Sure it is. Crow's milk blends the perfect amount of nutrient-fortified crow's eggs with dairy-based products we all enjoy. It's like a drink in a way, but in a way, it's not like a drink at all. Right, and the patented flavor and energy crystals resting deep inside that bottle of cool, refreshing crow's milk gives you the fight you need to pump those muscles up like a crow. Energy crystals like sugar? Sure, and remember, crow's milk is specifically designed to give you a unique charge of protein with amino acids that do something like science for you. Yeah, I can feel the charge right now. It really gives you an I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude. Well, okay. So, Charles, how do you feel now? 
I mean, I mean like, like, like deep like down, down, really reach in there, you know, think about it. Like guar lyrics, Chris. Yeah, good. Now go get them, slugger. And remember, crow's milk can be used as shampoo as well to help replenish those nasty hair follicles. Huh? Crow's milk, available upon request in most countries. Buy it today. Oh, yeah, Aaron, I wanted to ask you, how's the... You haven't fully committed, but you're, like, really into the whole uh, cutting the cord now with the cable. We were talking about it last episode how they were saying that the numbers are just increasing like crazy for people doing this. Yeah. So how's it been going? Tell people what, what you're getting and what you what you were doing and stuff. You don't have to say paying details if you don't want, but just let people know what you're doing, you know? Um, well, <coughs> I had cable. <laughs> Xfinity, Comcast. Well, I still have it, actually. I still pay for it because I'm – I just – started realizing like you know I, I like we have cable in multiple rooms so we ended up you know you rent the boxes for all these different rooms and that's the way they fuck you from the cable yeah, companies is they uh, charge you extra we were talking about that every month for an extra cable box in each yeah, room right yeah yeah so i'm realizing like the way all these smart tv device streaming devices and everything are nowadays like all these services youtube tv is what i went with uh well i'm on a free trial that's why I still am paying for cable. I just wanted to give it kind of a go and see what it's all about. So far, mm-hmm. so good? But I like it. I mean, you're definitely missing a few channels, but it's got, like, mostly everything, and then there's, a, there's like, a couple other services out there that you can fill in the gaps with right. like other channels for pretty cheap. You could buy, like, you know, solo networks if you want. You, there's just a lot... And different ways you like, can go about it. And you're saying you don't have to have the boxes now because the apps and everything yeah, and the online. TVs, it's just all online. Yeah, and then you can pretty much just makes a lot of sense. stream from wherever you want, all your devices, uh, every TV in your Even house. Even though they do got limits, right, like on the number of things you can use? Well, the YouTube thing, you can have like six devices. Yeah, that's YouTube. a lot. That's a ton. Mm-hmm. And my wife still doesn't, just barely understanding that YouTube is different than YouTube TV. Oh yeah, she just thinks it's, it's like, totally well, different, you, you know. But yeah, it's it's like it's live TV. You get all the sports. Now, do you still get all the ads I feel too? Like I'm a commercial or something for them, but it's <laughs> no, I'm just you know it's gonna end. But up. it's interesting, you know. I think it's something that's changing in in our culture. Yeah. That it's, it's it's I'm you know we're right on the brink. We always thought cable was kind of the way to go. Uh, you know, package wise, and the amount of channels you well, get. Amazon Prime just came out with a live. TV. Right. I had Hulu Live for a few months, so you, and that was yeah. good. We you don't just, have cable either, right? No, you, no cable. So what what apps do you have? We well, we did Hulu Live for a few months, and then we were like, you know, we're not really watching anything but the news like, here and there, which was nice to have live. You know, as far as the live channels go. Yeah, but we we thought we don't need to pay fifty bucks for Rachel Maddow. Like we just we we <laughs> now we watch it on YouTube, but um for free, but not like the live. But Hulu Live was good, and they had if you like sports, there was lots of those, yeah. and we never watched sports either. So yeah, Hulu so, Live and Sling TV, all those Sling, are pretty yeah. pretty similar in and price then, and mm-hmm. and everything. I like I really like the YouTube TV interface. It's you know you know what was on Prime was they have. A preview channel, you know, you remember the old channel that would show all the oh, stuff yeah. you sit and watch oh, the preview yeah. channel and see what was on. Amazon Live yeah, TV has channel. that. They showed a clip of you know some that different shit things was that, cool. And I was like, oh, I forgot that's about like, the preview that's nice, channel because then yeah. you can just sit and see what's on without having to flip through every channel, yeah. which is what I didn't like about Hulu Live. I would have to like directly go to all that's the channels cool. and see what was on, and you could choose anything. It wasn't really like a a TV experience now, all the way, but uh, with with these things, do you guys get a remote, it, or is it yeah. all just like mouse? Is it a voice activated remote or just it's regular a, remote? Whatever you're using for your like via smart or TV or your device, right? You got to have one of those things. It's, it's a Roku device Roku, or Apple Fire TV. Stick. They all come with a little remote, but, though, right? And you can get an app on your phone. That's a real. Yeah. Oh yeah, remote yeah, app. that's cool. That's yeah, it's cool. also you could do it off your phone. But right on. Well, that's See, it's cool. going to end up saving me probably. It's going to give me more options and more. I'm going to be able to to have TV in more rooms in my house. Like I was paying for cable in three rooms. Yeah, so that's like thirty extra bucks. So literally, I can have a TV in every room, and I'm going to have about the same channels when it's all said and done, and pay about. 50 to 60 bucks less yeah nice so i was just kind of playing it out like i I 
did the free trial for like a week on YouTube TV just to see like how good the streaming and the quality and I haven't seen any issues yet. It's pretty good. Nice. Know? It's great quality. You know what I, I don't know notice anything different than what I was getting with cable, you know? Yeah. So. Cool. On uh, on Hulu tonight, I will be watching the 90210 reboot show. Oh, is that, is that kicking that? off or they, something? It started last week. There's already one episode out oh, and there okay. was another episode oh, yesterday. Oh, it's with like the original cast, right? Mm-hmm. Really? The original cast? Yeah. Even Minus Shannon Doherty is coming. Did, did Luke film anything Mm-mm. before he, he passed? Died before. No. Fuck. They did a little tribute to him on the first episode. You know, they. Yeah. What it is is they play themselves. They play sort of exaggerated versions of themselves. So like they now go, in regular Yeah, so they go by life. their regular names huh. and like. They Tori Spelling interesting. and Jenny Garth are friends. working at the Peach Pit. <laughs> kind of like Do- Donna's character, Donna, Tori pit. Spelling, is they they do this really fun. If you watch it in the beginning, this is a spoiler. So uh, if you watch the first episode, they start out with like Brandon in the Peach Pit and like Kelly's, and they're like, "Yeah, we bought this." And, and what then they it's bought like the a, Peach Pit, a, like they it bought was it. Just a dream, yeah, oh, it was a okay. dream. Like Tori Spelling <laughs> wakes up and she's like, "Whoa, I was just having this crazy dream that we were all back in the Peach Pit filming." <laughs> And uh, but they're they're themselves, and they go to like Vegas to do this like uh, you know little tour or something reunion oh. tour, uh, and then stuff happens, and and now it's like turning so into a show. It basically, was a three-hour like, tour. Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> a three-hour tour. That's not bad. That's clever. It's you actually know? it's pretty good. Yeah. I thought it was going to be shitty, but it's not. It's now that's on right. Hulu Plus. Well, you can see it on live TV. It's on Is CBS. It, and they all then, have like families now and stuff. Yeah. Well, Tori has like five kids and. Oh, yeah, show. yeah, yeah, show? and a show. Yeah, she does, and she's going through money troubles right now, and that's what the show is based on. They're, she's huh. going through money troubles and just thinks that they should all get back together and do a reboot of the show. How funny! So they do. Oh, this that's kind of cool. Sort of. It's meta. a cool premise. It's yeah. like real. It's mm-hmm. a realistic kind of believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Right but on. it's on. It's on Hulu to watch after the fact. You know, you can just get it for free. Aaron, what was that story we were talking about just a minute ago? These like vaping problems that are going on in the midwest some kids or something like were you saying it was homemade vaping or was it shit that they were buying i'm not sure it said it should said there was a combination of thc cbd and nicotine all different um, okay vape pins and And so what happened to them they were getting lung problems they went to the hospital something like that like some severe lung problems there was like a bunch of teens so I i don't know if it was if it's setting a trend you know or if it's just a maybe bunch of people got a bad well, batch there okay. or something. I don't know. We, we've all, like, you know, smoked a little bit on, like, some cartridges and stuff. Uh, it's new technology, and I kind of wonder about that stuff myself. Like, dude, we're the guinea pig right. kind of generation I mean, for this, you cigarettes, know? Cigarettes, we're seeing the old people. Right. Right. Yeah, we're that's established. The... That's been, you know, years, and those guys, like, yeah, when you yeah. first start, thought cigarettes were, like, Healthy. good for you, yeah, and no they seen... wake you up or make you feel good, and... So it's it's a trip. Not, not that we're thinking that you know any of this stuff necessarily does that, but we don't know the, the consequences of wax and, and kind heavy, of heavy heavy use vaping. You know? Yeah, vaping. Like if somebody's and, you know it's doing interesting that every day as I, their I, only yeah. source. Yeah, and and if you're doing it like extreme, like with some of those the fucking vaporizers these kids have now, where mm-hmm. the the refillable kind, oh. they're like these huge. Have you seen them? They're like handheld fucking battery size huge vaporing vaporizing things yeah. that like have a adjustable voltage that go it's like got like an 18 volt drill gun battery that attaches to it <laughs> yeah it's you can crazy. jump start your car with it seriously <laughs> it's like fucking huge and the cartridges on them are like these big wide mouthpiece like fucking cartridges i saw one at black oak casino this yeah, like vape, past have you ever seen those vape competitions yeah and, and it's crazy. insane they're like, like these huge smoke rings or something well yeah, yeah like that's what it yeah they just blow out biggest cloud a ridiculous Ew. amount as many vape. rings as they can there's like a, a competition for number of rings you can blow Gross. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And imagine you're just like this whole room full of vapors, you know, like blowing all that shit all crazy, you know. Anyway, so I don't know. Be, be aware out there. That shit's kind of crazy. Uh, all right. What else? We were talking about Chappelle's Netflix thing. Uh, he, he did the only ones that I've seen on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have seen any other ones. Apparently, this is this new one is his fifth Netflix special you were saying right yeah this new one coming out but I've only seen two I saw the one where he did it a show in LA and a show in Texas and I saw those two Netflix specials I think it came out last year or early this year 
huh. and it was his first Netflix thing. I think it was last year. Right to catch up on those. I, don't, I think I've only seen and one of them. One of them was uh, kind of controversial. I think he had an interaction with an audience member or something, or some jokes that were just kind of whatever. He's always been kind of kind of that way anyway. But I don't know. Have you guys seen any of the new stuff? Have you seen any no, of the new specials? I saw that trailer. I saw, yeah, we saw the trailer. Um, that wasn't anything. Morgan though. Freeman was was. Uh, I saw this. Uh, you know the Seinfeld show, the Getting Coffee in Cars. Oh with yeah, Getting Coffee in Car with Comedians. Whatever yes. the name is. Um, That's pretty much it. Yeah, he was. He had Eddie, Eddie Murphy on, and he also has one with Dave Chappelle. I haven't watched it yet. But he has a lot of good uh, comedians this season. And yeah, Eddie yeah. Murphy was joking around, saying something about he's talking about all these other comedians, and he's like, Dave Chappelle is great. He always has like some big word to throw into his thing like perspicacious you know like he's like did this whole like, <laughs> yeah. like thing about like he's you know he's got all these intel he's got a nice a good vocabulary and nice for, yeah yeah for yeah, a comedian yeah. part of his style yeah he's funny guy he's good I, I i like his style too and i i just wonder like man he needs to do like a whole like movie on his life basically like kind of like what happened and why he felt so crazy about like wanting to leave the industry and at the peak of his career and at the you know top of his creativity and to just kind of back away and documentary on what he did during his hiatus yeah supposedly he went to <laughs> africa and like he did yeah. some other shit too like he was just like trying to find himself or whatever right like like he's talked about it briefly in the, his stand-up thing like he he mentions it a couple times you know like kind of jokingly and but still it's interesting he's a he's a character man uh it's, it's some of those comedians man they just have like these kind of crazy lives and personalities that, uh, anyway do you have low energy fatigue a case of the moon days do you feel stranded alone and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family ball jacks the key made from a patented blend of a thousand milligrams of taurine for the drive of a true ball jack champion 300 cc's of caffeine stack, 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba, helping to stimulate the brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking ball jack. <laughs> Plus 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living Malaysian tiger. Wow. And an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate. Ball jack will transform you from the pathetic, lazy, stupid, idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a Busta Rhymes hype man in just seconds. <laughs> grab the intensity. Grab the heat. Grab some ball jack right in the ball jack. Available at participating local motels. Copyright thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Winton, California. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No, no. <laughs> See, she's she's just she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even properly put to words, Charles. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James, how do you how do you feel about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James, who's playing James? James, James is jacked out of his mind right now too. He can't even put it oh, into words James. either. <laughs> Ball Jack, guaranteed little to no teeth loss. Uh, what else? What else? What else can we talk about? Um, real quick, let's finish it with a funny story or a cool story about Marvin. We were talking about <laughs> my uncle Marvin uh, passed away recently, uh, and it kind of sucks because we weren't able to be there with him. He moved to Ohio, used to live with us out here in California, and he lived here basically our whole yeah, lives. Yeah, he moved down here in 1984. 1984, okay. And he lived here until when, like 2000. 10, 11, mm. somewhere around there. I think he left because uh, me and like Dolly moved out 2010. Kevin and I moved back here. We, he lived with us for a bit and then moved. So it was like 2014. Oh, okay, by the time he moved. Mm -hmm. uh, but basically, so that's 30, what is that, 30 years? Yeah, a long time. Um, and, you know, we basically grew up with a guy who was, uh, he was the rocker of the family. He was like, I remember when we used to go over to, like, Grandma's house she had the apartment there, uh, and Marvin lived up in the top room along with Mike, and then Grandma had their room, right? Yeah. And Marvin and Mike were, like, these two, like, rocker guys. Like, yeah. it was almost like they would, like, uh, mess with each other, like, messing around. Like, I, I, the Breaking the Law song was big at the time from Judas Priest, and, of course, Beavis and Butthead kind of made it funny 
uh, at the time as well. And Marvin would always play that shit, uh, breaking the law. Breaking like, the law, yeah, he'd, he'd be blasting it, and Mike would be up there, and they'd be <laughs> messing around. And I remember Mike would always have him play, have me come up and play. Uh, he had a Super Nintendo. It was right when all those, like, the Mario game came out, uh, Super Mario World and all that. And I was really good at it. So he'd have me, like, beat the levels for him. He'd be like, oh, I'm stuck on this, you know? Like, And, and I'd do it really fast. He'd be like, oh, my God, whoa, you know, we've yeah. been trying to do it forever, you know? Anyway, but um, that was, like, the first time I met Marvin was uh, back then in those uh, kind of apartments. He was in and out. He was always fucking around with Terry. Uh-huh. And there was that story uh, of Terry. Okay, so... <laughs> Well, no, no. The one where he peed on the fucking couch. Oh, God. At the apartment. So the apartment I'm talking about, right, it's got a big downstairs where everybody is a big living room with a chair, a couch, and... It's like a wicker framed It was a wicker frame. It was like a sofa from, like, the Golden Girls. (laughs) Like, if you're looking at the Golden Girls set, it'd be, like, one of the piece of furniture from that Golden Girls era. But my grandpa loved this couch. He literally sat on this couch like every have, day. It was his orange spot. Cushions? No, it was white. It was like oh. a big single they were like, they were white like and tan blue with like some kind of floral. Yeah, it was, I thought it was white and blue. Like, no, but it was yellow after Terry got done with it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> apparently Terry passed out after a night of drinking down there, and pissed all over the fucking thing. Like he woke up. I guess my grandpa came down there. Like Terry he gets did. up. Yeah, t- so Terry's passed out on the couch down in the living room, right? And apparently Terry's laying down there, like, either naked or with just his underwear on. And he's passed out on the couch, pissed himself. And oh. my grandpa's coming up to start the day, like, go to work. And he's, like, fucking lays into Terry, like, God damn it, Terry, get the fuck out of here, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was so pissed because that was his couch, and Terry peed all over mm-hmm. it. And Terry's like, oh, my God, you know, like, got mm-hmm. out of there and... But Marvin and shit would always do stuff like that. Like, he'd just be a party guy, bring, bring in Terry and then Bob, uh, another friend, home. Uh, they'd always be partying and shit. Um, but I don't know. Carmen, do you have, like, a funny story of Marvin that you can yeah. think of that you want to share? He had a ragtag bunch of friends. He was kind of, like, live and let live kind of a person, you know. He didn't, uh, I don't know. I went to the river with him a couple of times. That's something he used to like to do. Where at? Down by, like... I don't know, or up by like Briceburg and oh, yeah, halfway yeah. to Yosemite, kind of. And like we would, I don't know, go swimming and hang out. And uh, he had some guy that he just knew up there from going to the river. <laughs> hey, Kevin, you know? And he's like, hey, Marv. Like, yeah. he just, you know. Yeah, because he goes up there he and would, sees that guy. He would make friends with whoever he kind of, if he was hanging around. He was a, lot, a really friendly person he like would, that. He would make friends. Ooh. And, uh, sorry. Yeah, he. I remember him talking about how he wanted to live in a big apartment complex when he got older so that he would have... He's like, you know, and then you could just talk to people. You'd go over, you'd have neighbors close by, <laughs> you know, and you just have a little community. He, he liked that idea. Yeah. He, yeah. And he was a funny guy. Yeah, that's awesome. He liked to liked to sit around and, and talk, kind of like grandma sort of. Yeah, yeah. Just, I know, and I wish, like, by the time I was doing this podcast, like, I could think of all the stories that... He would have been able to tell, yeah, man. I like, can't remember any. I just remember, I remember talking to him. He was a storyteller, though, right? Just, yeah, he always said, man, this one time, man, you know. Like, <laughs> he loved telling that story about our parents at the Bob Seeger concert. Oh, we yeah. don't need to in tell that backyard, whole thing. When you lived with them. <laughs> well, tell, tell a highlight, though. That's a good story. That's a funny-ass <laughs> what story. What about his oh, I was just going to say, when, when you lived with them, <laughs> yeah, I, I had never seen, and still to this day, I've never seen weed plants that big oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. this dude had yeah we really they weed, were like yeah eight to ten feet tall and just true like true weeds out there you know just they really were around man. i don't know how we pulled it off i think it was the combination of the nutrients that i bought <laughs> and the, the strain of the weed it was like i think they were grown indoors for a while and then they got thrown yeah. out like we, at the beginning of yep, the season and they we just started got, them indoors and we brought them out were, and they just took off freaking humongous yeah it was insane and the neighbor bitch lady that at the time she sprayed um weed killer on <laughs> on the the half of the thing like killed the fucking plant like oh, oh my god it was horrible yeah. but the bob seeger sh- uh show yeah they just my parents went with my uncle to she bob would seeger. think that marvin would be the one partying but he was like the one who's like got it together and my parents were like <laughs> we gotta get to an atm i gotta pay this guy for some reason who gave them a ride and my dad's like saying something about well, um the hotel and he got the name wrong <laughs> oh, yeah, and he's yeah. like 
no, I need to go here. And the he, the like, American what? Express Inn. The, yeah, the American <laughs> Express like Inn. And he <laughs> needed to get his American Express card. But the Holiday Inn, <laughs> it was like this whole mess. I'm trying and to I, use my Holiday Inn card to go to the American <laughs> Express. Yeah. but Yeah, yeah. I got to get, I got to pay this guy who drove us here. They got a ride from some <laughs> strange person. And Marvin was like following them <sighs> and... I don't know, but Dude, I didn't hear anything about it from our parents at all. Like, they just came back from that concert and were like, nope. And Marvin was like, oh, yeah, no, it got crazy. Yeah, <laughs> supposedly, like, they had to leave the show because my yeah. parents were so fucking wasted. Like, they were just bombed out of their minds. Like, I hope they're not going to ever listen they to this. Will, they don't listen to this podcast. And even if <laughs> they do, I love out. you guys, but it's the truth. Hey, we're telling a story here. So they were totally wasted. They were having a good time. They yeah. wa- they wanted to go and Bob see Bob Seger! Yeah. And so... <laughs> th- by How the old t- were they at the time? This oh, was like, you know... Maybe 10 years ago? Yeah, not that's that long awesome. ago. Not too long ago. That's, shit, that's great. Yeah. That's so they great. just wanted to have a blast, All right? All I could hope is that I'm that age and still having fun. Yeah. With that shit. yeah. So anyway, they're leaving, they're leaving the concert, though, and they're walking and it's in the rain i guess it starts to rain like oh, super man. bad and so they're trying to go over this overpass and they're trying to get where they need to go and for whatever reason like my dad like separates from them well, they and they got a ride from this guy and they had well, to pay him well yeah oh well i thought it was that, that my mom and my uncle came separately like they left yeah and then he was gonna and go then down. he got he got a ride yeah. and he shows up at the hotel with the guy waiting down there and he comes yeah. up and he's like hey i promised this guy i'd give him some money but my card's not working or my, whatever my holiday express yeah and, and then he tells <laughs> a story about how up. he's been driving around with this guy for like 40 minutes or something yeah. like trying yeah, to find the hotel he kept is, telling him the wrong so yeah. much does he owe him at that point well yeah right <laughs> and then so but the problem was he was overdrawn on his card so he kept going to the different ATMs he was thinking oh, oh it's this ATM let's go to another one but it was like the limit for yeah the, day. the like, limit for the day he <laughs> pulled 400 bucks out or whatever it was and yeah, it, even if you have it they yeah limit you per day and he's yeah. like he's like no I have money in my account you know I and he's like not not understanding not what's understanding happening. what's going on he was wasted you know and this guy's you know is driving him around he's trying to give him money and I can't remember how they Marvin ended up paying it. It. I think Marvin pa- ended Marvin up paying the guy. Marvin paid for it, which is just funny because <laughs> it's always the opposite, right? You yeah, never usually my parents would be like completely him opposite. out of something or yeah. helping and him. And it's like, oh, just... you know, and Marvin was the guy who was the pro. And, and he's, he's like, all cool about yeah. it. Like, here you go, man. And it was done. And he like, they I just thought, <laughs> I thought this was going to end with, well... <laughs> Terry had to give the taxi driver a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> he would have too. That probably would have been something too. One more story about Terry. I remember it was always a funny one about their camping. Like him and Terry would go camping all the, oh, all the and time. And here's what Marvin says. He goes, you know, it's it's like barely the crack of dawn. No, the sun's not even up yet. And we had just, we had set up our tent in the night. And we're all tired and, and everybody was dead asleep. And I, and I, I wake up to go to the bathroom or something and I hear this and it's Terry opening up a fucking beer, you know? <laughs> it was like at four thirty in the morning. Stop. Yeah. Like, He's like, Oh man, we go. were driving there, you know, the whole time Terry's <laughs> fucking wasted, talking about turn on to Chicken Ranch Road and go down to Chicken Ranch and all this shit, you know? <laughs> Saying and Terry's just wasted the whole fucking time, right? Like driving up and Marvin's like, We're trying to drive up in the dark, you know, and get the, and then we get there. And we're setting up the tent with the fucking headlights of the car, you know, and I'm setting it up because Terry's just fucking over here mm-hmm. laughing and not even car- yeah. carrying on and shit, right? So Marvin sets up the whole camp and everything. He's trying to get some sleep. It's like 3 or 4 in the morning. And he, yeah, he gets up to go to the bathroom and he hears Terry cracking a beer Just already. Out there in the he's dark, like, God like, damn it, dude. Like, what the fuck, man? Up. You know, you can't even wait or Terry whatever. Terry's an early bird. He yeah. always get up I'm at thirsty. five. Thirsty. Yeah, mm-hmm. Terry was a landscaper guy. Like, he'd be up. I remember doing landscaping with him. He'd be doing that same shit. He'd be drinking at, on the job at the place. Like, we, he, he'd have these little ditches and these little areas, these little <laughs> dugouts where he'd go and, like, smoke a bowl. He'd be like a little gopher, like, fucking popping <laughs> his head up. <laughs> and he'd be fucking. Fucking pounding a tall can, smoking oh, a bowl, doing all this shit. It's like seven in the morning, you know. <laughs> Go hide in this bush. Oh crazy. shit, man, that's crazy. But uh, love you, Marv. Miss you, man. Uh, wish you could be here for some of this stuff, you know. But he's up there uh, with his son, reunited, and I. Uh, that brings me happiness just thinking about that. So, yeah, uh, he was a great guy. Do you have low energy, fatigue? <laughs> 
A case of the moon days? Do you feel stranded, alone, and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence? Longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family? Ball Jack's the key! Made from a patented blend of a thousand milligrams of taurine for the drive of a true Ball Jack champion. 300 cc's of caffeine stack! 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba. Helping to stimulate the brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking ball jack. <laughs> Plus 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living Malaysian tiger. Wow. And an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate. Ball jack will transform you from the pathetic, lazy, stupid, idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a Busta Rhymes hype man in just seconds. <laughs> Grab the intensity. Grab the heat. Grab some ball jack right in the ball jack. Available at participating local motels. Copyright thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Winton, California. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No, no. <laughs> See, she's she's just she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even yeah. properly put to words. Charles, just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James, how do you how do you feel about ball jack, James? <laughs> James, he's playing James. James, James is jacked out of his mind right now too. He can't even put it oh, into words James. either. <laughs> ball jack, guaranteed little to no teeth loss. Anyway, well, on this day in rock and roll history trivia, guys, we got a couple things actually. <laughs> Woodstock Festival on this day, uh-huh. August sixteenth or uh, August seventeenth, mm-hmm. it was the beginning of Woodstock yeah. in Max Yager's farm and. 1969 with all those bands and shit, right? What band... Okay, there was uh, a part of the festival later in the night mm-hmm. where um, the activist, Abby Hoffman... You Abby guys, Hoffman. You remember Abby Hoffman, Aaron, at all? He was, like, talking about, like, you know, fucking cool anti-Vietnam, you know, like, yeah, kind of a protester so, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, there was a movie called Steal This Movie that was based on him and... Um, uh, anyway, good well, stuff. Well, his book is called Steal well, This yeah, Book. Well, yeah, yeah. Steal This Book and then Steal, steal This book. Movie yeah, yeah. was based on that. Because he wanted you to steal it. He shouldn't pay. He had a free store. He was really cool. Really yeah, yeah, cool yeah. Dude. So, okay, he gets up on stage during this band's set, and the guitarist of this band ends up swiping at him with a guitar, ends up hitting him to get him off the stage. Mm. What band was it? Was it A, Shana Na? Was it B, Buddy Guy? Or was it C, The Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. I don't know. The guitarist that's, of that that's band. Fucked up. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, but it was also was like af- the CIA was like after him. Yeah, he 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 kind of. It was kind of a dick move on his part, though. It was like in well, the middle that, of their maybe song. That, but like, what yeah, he yeah, stood yeah. For, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He somebody gave him like tried to give him some drugs to plant on him at one point so that he they, that he would get arrested. They gave him this bag of something and oh, shit, he really? left it in the trash can and then later this police officer like yeah, it was yeah, a stage yeah. thing tried to come up Dude, and I bet you they did that shit him. so many so many yeah. times in the 70s and 60s. That guy was like on their list cuz he was a uh, uh, evolutionary yeah, kind yeah, of a just like John Lennon, revolutionary you know? I, I, not I also think, like, you know, John Lennon. Oh yeah. John that shit probably happened so much, bef- you know. Yeah. We're barely getting into the age of body cams to, s- to like... To be able to see. Even see, mm-hmm. like, up to just a few years ago, even, you know, like... Yeah, you could get a lot uh, away with a lot more. You always heard of those stories where, like, cops plant whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Carry an extra knife in their pocket. Yeah, in or case drug just a paraphernalia. Whatever, right? right? Mm-hmm. guesses. Uh, I'll say the who. Which guitarist from the band or what band? What songs did Shauna Na sing? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I don't. They did those coked out crazy versions of like Let's go at the, at the hop. Maybe that. Maybe those. They guys. had like a big band. You know, they had like um, I'll saxophone. Say, I'll and, say them. Okay. I was just gonna say the who because that's the one I knew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, fair enough. Will you be correct? It was the who. The it was Pete who? Townshend from the who. who. Done it. There's a photo I had on my prep side that I did not bring today. Uh, but he's swiping at the guy. He's like That's he's crazy. full on fucking windmill with his guitar. Pete Townsend was known for that stuff to yeah. like swing his guitar around anyway. And apparently the guy jumped up right in the middle of one of their songs and s- grabbed the mic oh, from wow. fucking uh, Robert like, no. uh, Roger Daltrey. 
and started ranting and raving about some political shit. And the Who's from the UK, so they're not like into the whole American, you know, politics. Maybe you know, and and uh, you know, I think Pete was kind of punk rock about it in a way, like, hey man, get the fuck off of here, you know. Yeah. I don't come to your place of business and try and fuck with your shit, you know. Where I'm here performing. I don't come to your job. Flip your burgers. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't have no job. Get off the stage. (laughs) That was the first get off the stage right there. Yeah. All right, also on this day, there's another one I saw on this uh, prep site here. Let me uh, pull up another one. Another fun fact. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> this band plays the first ever rock stadium concert. Mm. On this day in 1965. Stadium, huh? What's the? What are the choices? Uh, Blind Faith? Nope. The Rolling Stones yep. or the Beatles. And it's the first ever what now? Wait, what year? Stadium? 1965. First ever stadium rock concert. So like in a like a In a stadium, stadium, in a sports yeah. stadium. It's like the first the large biggest. scale. Stones. Rolling Stones, Blind Faith, or the Beatles. I don't know. The Rolling Stones, I guess they were before the Beatles, right? Yeah, Not right around the same yeah, time same though. Time-ish. Really, a lot of those bands. Blind Faith was with Eric Clapton and Steve Winwood. It was a super uh, group. Not Blind Melon. It's not <laughs> Blind Melon. <laughs> Blind Melon. All no. I can say. So, what do you say? Stones. Rolling Stones. It's actually the Beatles. Uh, the Beatles. Yeah, they played their first ever rock. Well, the first ever rock stadium concert on this day at Shea Stadium in New York City, performing for fifty-five thousand six hundred. The show sets a record. By grossing over three hundred thousand dollars, wow! At the time in nineteen sixty-five, that's pretty. Sounds like it's amazing. Yeah, (laughs) sounds like nothing now. Yeah. Well, there you go. And also, uh, fun fact on this day, you know, we were talking about Blind Melon. Their debut album entered the charts on this day in nineteen ninety-three. I was sensing it. I think I could sense that that it was a Blind Melon. Also on ninety-three, the Smashing Pumpkins' "Siamese Dream" came out. Oh. That's a legendary album. That is. Yeah. I remember having that Today CD. Is the that was one of the first CDs we got around that time. Mm-hmm. Like '93, we were ten, and that was like when we started actually buying. I think some I of wrote. Our own music. Uh, I wrote "Smashing Pumpkins" on my wall in glow-in-the-dark crayon. Oh, that's tight. <laughs> what was your first CD? Was it garbage? Garbage and the well, CD? the first CD I ever had was Ace of Base in fourth grade, and then I the first CD I ever you bought, bought was that was, was garbage. garbage. I always remember the lady at Target. She <laughs> goes, "Here's your garbage." Yeah, or, here's oh. your garbage. <laughs> that was the guy. Oh, okay. I, I was like, it was a lady. "Oh, you're so funny." <laughs> <laughs> what about you? you? What was the first CD you ever bought? CD, I. Man, oh, was, you, you told me the story about your dad, well, like cassette. how you, you, you convinced so, your dad to get, what was that? My early phase was like, my, <laughs> we had the warehouse, the old, yes. yeah, the warehouse, yes. and my dad used to, love the warehouse. that was a huge rock fan, Pink Floyd, classic rock, whatever, um, anyways, he told me I could pick out my first tape, super young, nice, and so, he had no idea, obviously, what I was picking, yeah, I came home with Sir Mix-a-Lot, I like big butts, <laughs> You're like, it's cool, Dad. I had a walk. <laughs> what did your dad a, say, though? Like, didn't walk. it say that on the fucking album? He didn't have no idea what he got me. He was so into what he was getting. He was getting his own shit. He was like, shopping sure, around the store. Whatever. And I met him at, basically, I met like, him at the cash register. Okay. And I brought what I had. And Okay, whatever. He didn't really even look at it yeah. until about, like, I throw it in the boom box. I was listening to my Walkman, I think, for a few days. And I finally threw it in, like, the boom box where it was loud. <laughs> And he's like, look, looked at me like, what the what? hell is this? Singing a song about butts? This is what, what is you, this? this is what you bought me, Dad. What the? <laughs> but uh, I think my first CD by that time, up. I was like probably buying. It, it was probably Green Day Dookie or something, you know, like. Yeah, that's the one I wanted, but my parents got me the first album because it was the only Green Kerplunk. Day one without no before Kerplunk. Oh. It was Thousand Thirty Nine, Smoothed Out, Slappy Hours. Oh. It was their first CD. But. Because the parental advisory sticker. Yeah, it was sticker. the only one that had no parental advisory sticker I remember on when it. you got, like, uh, <laughs> you know, the one with Black Hole Sun. They wanted to listen to that whole thing. Yeah, and then, I borrowed it from Terrell. Yeah. And they were probably. all fucking, like, upset about it. They're like, you know, I remember I brought it home, right? And yeah. I was listening to it or whatever. And they asked to see the CD case. And then they, they yeah. bring me in there. And they're like, 
they're reading the lyrics and the lyrics are all fucking twisted you know there's a song called pretty noose and like you know it's all Mm -hmm. like you know watch the rolling heads my favorite though was when you put the ramon cd in mom wanted to listen to that (laughs) and she goes what's he saying you're listening to i want to be sedated and she goes he said i want to get some titty what is this (laughs) she was like super I want to get some titty. Turn this off. You're like, what are you talking about? Titty? Like nobody says that. That's gross. (laughs) You know, probably it could have been Nirvana. I probably had a Nirvana. Oh yeah, before that though, in utero or incesticide, maybe. That's around the time, man. Any of those? I can't remember what was in order, but there was, you know, there was Nine Inch Nails, Soundgarden. Um, I know my parents were really strict on that for a while. I can't it was remember a bummer. What I liked I had uh, first. Oasis. And yeah, Oasis. Alanis story, Morning Glory. Alanis was a good one. Jagged Little Pill. That mm-hmm. was a killer album. Sponge. That was one of my favorites. That was like kind of an underrated one. They had this album called Rotting Pinata and Sponge. I still listen to that one. We used to the, um, remember that Offspring album. We used to Smash. Uh, do crank calls and play that part. Yeah, <laughs> you stupid <laughs> dumb shit, goddamn yeah. motherfucker. I had the. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no doubt, like spider webs, like oh, on yeah, tragic as Kingdom. my answering oh, yeah. machine thing. Dude, like, that album was sorry, so big. Sorry, I can't. I don't know. I love yeah. spider webs. I love it. I'm you back. That was my answering machine thing. It was so good. Funny. That's a good one. That's clever. <laughs> good shit. Along with like yeah, eighty thousand other right people in the time. All right, uh, the good old days. Big banana, Carm. The big banana. We're let everybody know. You're Bob back. Dabalina, Mr. Bob Dabalina. The baked banana is back. It's been off for a month. The baked banana. We were off for two weeks. Not too long. It felt like a month. It felt like a month for some like people. Forever. All of our banana buddies were bummed. All banana peels out there. Yeah. Speaking of banana peels, I, I've been watching some stuff. Don't you can make uh, like a vegan bacon out of banana peel. What? And so I'm going to try and make a cupcake with like maple frosting and then like banana bacon on top. Whoa. I don't know if it's good. I have to try it. Try it. First. it. That's, but, uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So we're experimenting. We're making lots of new new things and all of our old classics. How can people and check it out online? Yep, just at the Big Banana Facebook and Instagram. We're the Big Banana two hundred nine. And then you're going to be out at the farmers market when? We're every Saturday from eight to twelve on Sixteenth and Canal in Merced. So uh, make sure you guys come behind on out. Bob Hart Square. Really good stuff. It really come before is. eleven though, because we run out. We always yeah, sell out. You do. And stuff gets sweaty. It's been hot still, so <laughs> you don't want sweaty bread. Uh, that's why we took a few weeks off in the summer. Cause it yeah, was it was really hot. Gross. It's tough to bake, like, like you were saying, right? Like yeah. at your house, too. Hard to be in a uh, 400-degree oven. I think it's supposed to be like 107 yeah. tomorrow again. 107 tomorrow? But it's 95 Fuck. on Friday on Saturday, so that's super cool. Come out wow, in the that's morning. A big, <laughs> that's, a, that's a big drop, though. Yeah, 95. So. That's a big drop. All right, well, yeah. that's it for us this week. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. Thank you, guys. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of The Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.